When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the Auburn Express. What's up in War Eagle War Report family? Your guy, Ike Jones. We are here with another morning drop today. We're talking about the 2023 schedules, which games are going to be crucial for Auburn to get it done this upcoming season. Y'all know how we do right here, War Report style. Let's drop it on them. You are now now listening listening to the War Report. Morning drop today is Tuesday, June the 20th. You got Ike Jones, Mike G in here talking a little Auburn football season is quickly approaching and uh, we basically want to know from you all and we're going to give you our opinion, but we want to hear your opinion as well about what games are going to be pivotal this upcoming season is Mike G. How are we feeling this morning, man? Feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good. Listen, uh, the schedule I've said repeatedly is one of the most favorable schedules that Q Freeze could have hoped to have drawn in year one, but there are definitely some pivotal games on that schedule and it, that we need to talk about that could propel them forward or set them back. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, it is a schedule that sets up well for Coach Hugh Freeze. I mean, listen, we've had schedules that have been decent the last couple of years. You're never going to get an easy Auburn schedule, but we've had decent schedules. I mean, you look back to what was it? The was it the first year of the Harson era where he had four straight home games, something mm-hmm. like that? Uh, you know, we've we've had schedules that have played in our favor, but then we've just like screwed. I, actually, that might have been last year we had four, four straight. I don't remember what it was, man. I listen. I no one will ever uh, accuse me of having a good memory. I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, they but. started the season with three out of four games at home. Um, and then they had last year. Uh, mm-hmm. So I don't know if there was a four-game stretch last year where they had. So it must have been the year before, the first year. Certainly. Yeah, uh, definitely have had our opportunities to get off to good starts. This year's not going to be any different. We should be able to get in here and have a decent start to the season. Uh, so we've, we've talked about the schedule before. And what would you say is like that first inflection point for us in this season? Uh, believe it or not, I think it's Cal. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I, I'll agree. I think it's Cal. I think the Cal game is going to be very pivotal. I mean, uh, you, um, you, 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 you start with UMass, California, Sanford, and Texas A&M. Right. And if you can get Cal, you have a chance to at least start your season three and one. Right. 
right? Um, Texas A&M, I, I feel like they can get that game, but that we should be seeing what kind of team this is by that the open of SEC play against Texas A&M game four. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you can get Cal, you're probably 3-0 and going into Texas A&M, and that will make a huge difference in how this season is perceived. If you lose that game, you could be 2-2 two and two coming out of that stretch. Yeah. And, um, you know, this is, this is a team that a lot of people feel like will struggle to make a bowl game. You know, Cal was not very good last year. I think that this is a pivotal game for this team and be able to go out west uh, in a hostile environment and get a win and then come back home uh, to Jordanaire. You know, and you you already kind of stated it the way I would is it's really about whether or not you go into Texas A&M needing to get your first Power Five win or right. whether or not you're going in there undefeated and feeling better about yourself. Uh, Texas A&M, also a road game. So two big Power Five road games to start the first four, uh, you know, games of the season. But yeah, Cal is, is I, I wouldn't say it's a must-win game, but it's a you really need to win this game on your season. If you don't go to Cal and you don't get a victory, you're not really liking your prospects on the back half of the season. And it makes the Texas A&M game that much bigger, in my opinion. Yeah, and I don't I, think you want to go into Texas A&M needing to get that victory to kind of right, right the ship so early in the season. Yeah, I mean, after Texas A&M, you have Georgia and LSU uh, back-to-back. Right. Um, well, actually, I think you get a buy between Georgia and LSU. Right. So they play Georgia on September 30th, Ike, and they play LSU on October 14th. So ultimately, what it boils down to is, is that um, this is a tough stretch that they have coming. Uh, again, this is a favorable schedule, but Georgia, LSU and then the Mississippis. Right. After that is, 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 a, is, a, is a fairly tough stretch for, for Auburn. Uh, and you just don't want to lose that game. Uh, because then, in my opinion, the next most pivotal game on that stretch will be LSU. Hmm. I think going on the road to Baton Rouge and getting a win will be huge in terms of propelling this team forward. Because, you know, if you lose that game, I mean, right now, we're counting Georgia as as a loss, right? So if you lose the Cal, right, you lose the Texas A&M, and then you take an L to Georgia, you are three, and not enough wins, right? Like, I mean, you know, you're, I mean, it's, it's going to be rough. Then you got LSU on the road. Um, so I think that LSU game is going to be super pivotal uh, for Auburn in terms of where they're going to land this season. Uh, you know, we're counting Alabama maybe as an L right now, um, but you still got uh, Arkansas left on the schedule and you've got a gimme win in New Mexico State. Uh, we count, when we went over the schedule, we counted Vanderbilt as a win. But the truth is, man, if the team is, 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 is reeling, by that point, you can't count on anything. Right. So, you know, ultimately, you've got to go out. I see Cal in terms of the team in the same vein as Vanderbilt in terms of a team that you should beat, regardless right. of whether it's at home or on the road. Uh, so if you can't beat Cal, you know, you know, hopefully it's a team that's getting better as the season goes along. But if they're not for some reason and they're still struggling to put it together and quarterback is struggling and offensive system is struggling, um, even with this schedule draw, this could be a long year. Yeah. Right. And uh, why that's concerning is, is we've talked about, you know, Hugh Freeze developing proof of concept in year one. Right. And if he can't put it on the fee, he's going to have to show it against teams like Cal. And he's definitely this is the last year they play LSU, man, before it's not an every year thing as well. I think those players will definitely want to go down into Baton Rouge and, and, and get the win. Uh, so, yeah, I'm looking at LSU as that next most pivotal game. 
Yeah, I, I would actually say that Texas A&M for me is, is going to be the next pivotal game. Mm -hmm. So I would go Cal and then Texas A&M. LSU is a big game. I, would, I don't know that it's a pivot point necessarily, just because I feel like you could lose LSU and it wouldn't be unexpected. Texas A&M to me is more of a 50-50 game. I don't know what people are saying. As far, I'm pretty sure Texas A&M is favored. If you, are they favored in that game right now? No, I don't know. Sure. Um, but Texas A&M to me is more of a winnable game on the schedule early in the season. Uh, if by some stretch of the imagination, and I'm not predicting this, and I would re be very upset <laughs> okay. if it did happen if we lost to Cal, right? You have to get Texas A&M. If you win versus Cal, which is what I'm predicting us to do right now, and we go into Texas A&M and get a win, I think that boosts the confidence of a team that is young as far as their time together on the field mm -hmm. because that's going to get your first SEC win. You start your SEC schedule off with a W. I, I think that. that puts you in a more confident position going into Baton Rouge to get that game. Um I but yeah, Baton Rouge is a big, big LSU is going to be a big game because they're, def they're defending West champs, right? Like, and people expect them to have another season like that again this year. I think you can lose LSU and it doesn't hurt your season. However, you okay. find a way to win that game and you're confidence is through the roof going into Georgia after that bye week. So I, I understand your point about LSU being kind of that next pivotal kind of uh, barometer for your season type of game right there. But I'd say Texas A&M would be the next one. Yeah, I, circling back, like I said, I think Texas A&M is a good choice. Number one, like you said, it's the open to SEC play. You yeah. want to set the tone for how you're going to play in the SEC that game, certainly. Um, and number two, uh, because they've got a new offensive coordinator, Brian has a lot of faith in Petrino being able to come in there and do some things. I don't think his, I don't think his impact is going to be that instant. Mm. I'm not sure it's going to be that instant. So being able to get that game is going to be super important for a team that was just down just as bad as Auburn was last year. Right. So we both added coordinators. Right. We both changed up systems. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see who can get that one because we had a Super Bowl type atmosphere in Auburn playing Texas AM. I'm sure that one kind of stung for them a little bit. We got all these five stars and we lose to this team that just fired their coach. Right. Meanwhile, we're paying ours, you know, somewhere like a hundred million or something. Right. And it's and, and they lost the game with all that talent. So I don't I do believe they'll be a better team this year. How much better? We'll see. But ultimately, yeah, I, I'm with you. I could get down with that if I had a, if I had a a two A or two B. It would be it would be Texas A&M for sure. Um, yeah, you know, get that game uh, and the implications of possibly winning that game and starting your season four and zero in terms of taking the pressure off, making a bowl game. Uh, as well, to, would be why that would be a good pick as well. You start four and zero. You still have New Mexico State. Win number five on the schedule, and then you just have to win one more game, right, to get bowl eligible. Yeah, right. Like you just have to get one of the Mississippi's will probably be it. Yeah, would be my first pick or Vanderbilt. Yeah, Vandy's the one that you need to get out of that. And I, I see the correct. I think I said LSU was before Georgia. I have them in reverse: Georgia then LSU. So mm -hmm. I apologize for uh, misstating that. Anyway, so what would be if there's a next game in your mind that you're like, okay, okay, guys, let's play the worst case scenario as far as schedule is concerned here um that bill no, actually i don't want to go with worst case scenario because that means we lost to cal and i don't want to do mm -hmm. that but let's play the next worst case scenario which is you lose texas a&m you lose lsu 
So you're going into Georgia. Three, you you would have gotten Cal the first three. So you go go in three and two, two game losing streak right now. By week, you go into Georgia. Is Georgia the next pivot point, or is you're like, eh, you know what? If you're three and two at that point in time, well, let's just look ahead to to the Mississippi's and see what's going on there. Uh, here's the deal. If you ask me, you you <laughs> right now that's an L, but you just can't get whooped in that game. Agreed. You can't get whooped in that game. You have to find a way to compete and make it look respectable going into the Mississippis, if you ask me, right? And then beyond that, right, you need to beat one of those. You get both those games at home, right? Uh, you get Ole Miss and Mississippi State at home. If You, you got to get one of those games. Right. This season is in doubt if you lose, if it starts the way you just said, and then you lose to one of those teams. Right, you gotta get gotta get a win versus Lane Kiffin, and you know, in Mississippi State again, they've got a brand new coach, right? Um, and yeah, Mike Leach is you know, uh, rest in peace, Mike Leach, but you know, he's not there anymore, right? Yeah. So you know, it's got to be one of those things where you go in and you find a way to win that game. If you can't, um, this this is when we do actually start talking about whether it's realistic if these guys make a bowl game or not. You know, so starting three and one or four and zero is to me, uh, in my mind, is going to be super pivotal for them being able to secure the belief that we're going bowling at the end of the season. Right, right. Um, and you're you're likely going to have, uh, you know, um, a new quarterback, and you're going to, you know, who knows what's we don't know what's going on. We know there's some things that happened this summer, so we don't know who's starting at running back for the first couple games. It's going to be interesting to see, man. Guys are going to have a chance to step up. Right. Uh, I did uh, the On the Victory podcast yesterday, and we had DJ James on. Now, he talked about just being that guy and how supremely confident the DBs are in that room. And they, they're looking to prove that over the first four games of this season. So, you know, the, the rooms that are deep and experienced need to step up. Um, and, and ultimately, you know, you got to look at these. You got to circle uh, Texas A&M, you got to circle Cal, you got to circle some of the Mississippi State schools. And then I personally think the Iron Bowl still might be a super pivotal game in year one. Now, hmm. hear me out on this one. Uh, your Hugh Freeze, it's year one, and you're competing with Nick Saban in-state for all these recruits. And you need, you're, and you got them coming to your house. Win that game or make it respectable. So that you can have proof of concept to say we're going to compete with these guys year in and year out if you come to Auburn. If you can't do that, you know, I mean, God, I feel like this is the most tired Nick Saban has ever been. <laughs> right? Like, we're, this is tired Nick Saban, man. Beat tired Nick Saban. Uh, and, you know, when we talked to Hugh Freeze and we joked with him about being one of the few coaches that owns two wins over Nick Saban. Right. You know, bring that energy, man. And I, I think that that sets the tone for the next season. Uh, in a great way. So, you know, he needs momentum going into the offseason. Beating and competing with Alabama certainly gives you that. So, you know, keep an eye out on, the, on that Iron Bowl, man, this year. It's going to be, let me tell you something. It's going to be, get your tickets now. I promise you, no matter what Auburn's record is, that game is going to be sold out. Yeah, for sure. It's, sold it's just out. the yeah. nature of the game. Yeah, 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 it's the nature of the game. But I, I, this, this, this Iron Bowl, I'm looking for something special this year. I think it has a chance to be something special. Yeah, and listen, if we feel figure out a way to manufacture the kind of energy we had in year one under Coach Harson in the Iron Bowl at home, you know, let's be clear. They don't have Bryce Young as the quarterback over there. So unless somebody steps up and can figure out how to produce some late-game Bryce Young magic, 
Mm. We should be able to get that game. I'm not predicting a win right now in the Iron Bowl. I'm saying that if we if the cards align, if the if fates have it their way as as it did in that year one, we should be able to go out there and and make that an interesting game. And I would take until I see a Bama quarterback that can do what Bryce Young did, or I see an offensive line that's much better than what Bryce Young had then Auburn's got a chance in that game because they don't have the cerebral, cool, calm, collected quarterback back behind the, uh, that offensive line. So yep. they're, they're, we've got an opportunity. But again, this is way into the preseason. We don't know who their quarterback is going to be. We don't know what their offensive line is going to look like. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the season. So they've got time to put some things together to make it look a little bit better. Like is, in, your, in, your, in your mind, is there any way Auburn beats Georgia? Is there any way they yes, catch Georgia the, by surprise? Yes, there is a scenario in which I can see Auburn beating Georgia. Yeah, absolutely. We've talked about, you know, what whoever the quarterback is going to be for Georgia, this is going to be their first big road test in a really hostile environment, uh, especially, especially, again, if we go into Georgia 4-0. I yeah. mean, if we go into that Georgia game 4-0, and they're coming into our house, new QB, team's going to be pumped. Um, I, I mean, I think a 3-1 and one Auburn uh, go, going into that game feels very confident. And wanting to shock some people. Uh, so, yeah, there's a scenario I can see us beating Georgia. Absolutely. Um, I, I still want to see, you know, what both sides of the ball are going to look like, particularly how we're going to look against the run. That's going to be crucial this year against Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are we going to be stout against the run in the interior? And then I want to see what that offense is going to look like, particularly how well we're blocking up front. But, yep. yeah, if we if we're going out there and we hang... You know, Texas A&M is going to have a good defense, right? If we put up in the high 20s or above against Texas A&M, I think we got a shot against anybody. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. You know, with all that being said, there are some games out there that I think uh, the other one that I would put on the schedule. Now, the petty me wants to say Ole Miss is a pivotal <laughs> game, but screw them. Um, I think that Mississippi State is probably the next one that I'd put on there just because the Mississippi State game, in my opinion, is one where you – you shouldn't have lost that game two years straight, and you need to figure out a way to get back in the win column against Mississippi State. So yeah. I'm going to put that one on there on mine as a third kind of, hey, man, circle this on the calendar. This is going to be another inflection point in the season. If for some reason, right, you lose to Georgia, uh, excuse me, you, yeah, you lose to Georgia, you lose to LSU, then you got Mississippi State and Missis- and Ole Miss back-to-back in there. You can't have a four-game losing stretch in there. So you got to break that up at some point in time. And I think Mississippi State is the one that you you have to get out of those. I'd love for them to get both of them, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I need them to get Mississippi State just because that's a team that's got a new coach, uh, still trying to figure some things out offensively. Hopefully, we'll, we'll be able to get in there and um, make some things happen in that one. Yeah. War Report family, you are listening to The Morning Drop, where we talk about the most recent and relevant Auburn sports news. We broadcast live from The War Report's YouTube channel on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 Central Time. You're welcome to come watch it live, but the live chat is reserved for our YouTube channel members only. So come on by, become a member, and get active in the best Auburn sports community on the webs. We'll be right back after we pay a couple bills. Thanks for sticking around through the ad break. Now here's the rest of your morning drop. We're going to hop into the comment section and see what you all have said about this. Corey Weber gets us kicked off and says, the first one has to be Cal. Need to get that first road 
W. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, like a lot of people feel like these non-conference games don't matter because it's not an SEC game. But, you know, in year one, building momentum and confidence, I think it's going to be a big one that's going to be huge for the team, you know, before SEC play. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, listen, it is it's crucial, in my opinion, uh, young teams. And I talked about Georgia having their first road test against us. Um, this is going to be our team's first road test, and it's going to be right out the gate in game two. It's going to be crucial for us to kind of build that confidence, like you said, moving forward in that schedule to go ahead and get that win. Um, Jonathan Boyson says, I think A&M is important to springboard into SEC schedule. But honestly, for what I think this year will look like, the Mississippi schools and Arkansas games will determine our season, in my opinion. So, Mm. yeah, listen. I think you need to go two and three in that stretch between the Mississippi schools and Arkansas. I don't, I, th- I don't think you can drop two of those three. Yeah. I'm telling you, this is where the season is like, it hangs. I expect them to win, but you know, I think something's going wrong. If you, if you're losing those games, like, you know, the team is not coming along the way Hugh Freeze had planned. If you right. lose two out of the three of those. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence Robinson says, Facts, Mike G. Cal is the pivotal game. Last year, it was our performance against San Jose State that predicted our future in 2022. That game was, listen, I've gone back and watched that San Jose State game a few okay. times just because I was looking for tape. It was painful. Was it? Yeah, it was painful. Okay. Right. We, San Jose State was like inside our two yard line twice early in that game, and we turned them back and, and forced field goal kicks. Uh, mostly because they were screwing up. It was real. It was a. It was a hard game to watch. So, mm. uh, yeah, I'd agree that we don't need a repeat of that situation again this year. Because that's that's going to feel bad starting the season off. Yeah, listen, Cal was not a good team last year to go out there and get that win. Um, you know, I'll be interested to hear um, from Hugh Freeze what their preparation is going to be like that week, taking into account that they have to travel across two time zones, right? So uh, we'll see how he manages that because, um, you know, when you have to play in national championships and big bowl games, you know, a lot of times that's what you have to do. You're traveling across the country, man, and you have to find a way to get there, get acclimated and get ready to play in a different environment and a different climate. Right. Um, and uh, we'll see how Hugh Freeze prepares his team. I'm anxious to see how he prepares them. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Boyson jumps in. I might have blinders on, but I am not that worried about Cal for some reason. If we lose to them, it ain't going to be looking good for the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, yeah, (laughs) I said two things here, right? Like, you know, he's not worried, but then you also are acknowledging losing it would not be a good thing either. Right. Right. So uh, I think it's a must win. I think they have to get that game in if they expect to have anything that resembles the season that they're going to be proud of. Yeah, um, it, it'd be hard for me to imagine us losing to Cal and still making a bowl game um, just because I don't know. It's going to take a miraculous turnaround of whatever the reasoning was that we lost to Cal or where Cal is going to have to surprise the entire country and be an amazing team. Right. I just can't see us losing that game in any fashion. Close game. None. Of, I, I can't see us losing that game and that boding well for the rest of our schedule that should be more talented than Cal and will have had more time than Cal at that point in time to prepare and get through their season. So I don't know. I, I, that game for me, you, you got to go ahead and rack up that W early in the season. Agreed. Uh, James Barnett says, fellas, I might be booging. 
But I think we start the season 5-0. and oh, I just have that feeling. The last time I had oh, that feeling was 2010, Georgia. 2013, and 2017. Just saying. Well, he feels like we beat Georgia then. Hey, uh, yeah, you're booging. You're definitely booging. You know, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's, there's, that's there's no book. doubt that that is a book. <laughs> but, you know, hey, it is what it is. I'm not mad at it. But it's it's factual that that is a book. That's right a book. And listen, I, I can get on board with it. I Listen, I can sit here right now and predict scenarios in which Auburn doesn't lose a game next season, right? I okay. can say, yeah, if this happens and the ball bounces this way and blah, 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 and we're doing this and we're doing that, it's not, the games haven't been played yet. So yes, you have an opportunity in every single one of them. Now, on paper, Georgia should win that game. Like, on paper, Georgia should win that game, but you still got to play it. Yep, so we'll right. see what happens when they uh, lace them up and get out there. S.S. Austin said, all schools that Auburn has traditionally been better than are the t- games that he says are pivotal for us. So we're talking about Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Arkansas, yeah. Vanderbilt. Um, that should be a great season. Yeah. <laughs> right? Texas A&M, I guess, traditionally, we've fared better than them in that series, especially on the road. This is a favorable uh, schedule, man. Yeah, I mean, it's very favorable. Yeah, so, and then we have the the three kind of cream puffs uh, in there with the, you know, and then Cal as a fourth one. So, like, that, if that's the the, the case and, and we could win all of the games that we've traditionally been better than, we're going to end up with a really good season because you only have LSU, Georgia, and Alabama left on that schedule that you have to play. So, you know, only three losses on the season or you sneak one of those and you're having a, an amazing year in year one. Under mm-hmm. Coach Hugh Freeze. Lawrence Robinson jumps in and says, winning the non-conference games plus the Mississippi schools, Arky and Vandy, should be the barometer. So mm-hmm. beating Cal, beating all your cream puffs, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Arkansas, and Vanderbilt. Again, it's kind of the same thing that we just said there. If we can get those W's, you got a good season record-wise. Yep. Uh, we get Lawrence again that says UGA is a, pivot, a pivotal point as well, but just like LSU in 2013, even a loss, you can turn the tide of the season. Yeah, as long as you don't, as long as you don't start the season two and two. Yeah, I agree with this. Right. Um, but like, oh man, they just got to get off to a hot start. They have to get off to a hot start. Um, I think. I think it will do wonders for morale. And it will be, you know, again, just generate some excitement going into that, the meat of that schedule in October. Uh, and if you can come out of that stretch at least two and two, I think that's a win for Hugh Freeze in year one. I do. I do agree with that. Um, three, three and one to start the season for me is where I really want to be. Four and oh is what I actually think is going to happen. I do think we get we can go in there and sneak Texas A&M, but we'll get into more actual predictions for the mm. season as far as game by game as we get a little bit closer. Dana Jones jumps in. I can see us definitely at least being in every game, even with the big boys. We win nine games minimum. Mm-hmm. Somebody likes likes the system. What the system is going to be. Hey, listen, you feel good about quarterback if you think this is going to happen. Yeah. Feel real good about quarterback if you think this is going to happen. Nine games, like I said, I, I think quarterback will be the difference between making just barely making a bowl game and having an eight to nine win season. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the Walker Show jumps in and says Bobo being their OC is a scenario in which we beat Georgia. Is what he's referring to right there. <laughs> good old Bobo. Yeah. No blow, Bobo. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Our girl Lisa Wise says Cal in terms of starting strong and Texas A&M for momentum 
me and eight members of my family are going to Cal. So I hope Auburn gets it done. Yeah, hit me up, Lisa. I'll be out there. Lisa's making the trip across mm. the country to go out there and make it happen. Lisa, Road Warrior. I like it. I'm not mad at it. Go out there and cheer the boys on to victory. Steve Bradley jumps in and says, I say we will be undefeated going into the Georgia game. I think Coach Hugh Freeze will have a great plan and shine early. Like, listen, 4-0 to start and then a close loss to Georgia is, is an ideal start for Auburn. And then maybe if you turn that around and you somehow pull out a, a win at LSU and Auburn's sitting there at like 5-1 and one, midway through the season, whew, man. Uh, then then you start talking about some things, right? So we'll see. We'll see how it all comes together. But I really think a lot of it is going to hinge on quarterback, Ike. Yeah. Uh, Lucas, looking up the information, always love the chat for coming through with the data. A&M, Georgia, LSU, and West Alabama Community College are all favored to beat us. Uh, yeah, that's about what I would expect. That's I thought I A&M would be favored in that game. Definitely Georgia, LSU, and um, Turd Town would all be favorites for their games. Yeah, um, listen, nobody's going to believe in Auburn until they see it. Yeah. Right? And, and that's just where they're at. Nobody's going to believe in, in in whether Hugh Freeze can do it in the SEC until they see it. Um, in today's SEC. Because I believe it's a harder conference than it was when he coached here the last sure. time. It's always been the hardest conference, but it's gotten tougher. So, um, you know, I think that that's – he understands that, too. He understands – it's going to take time. He's got to go out and get recruits. He's got to do what he needs to do. But ultimately, what it boils down to is he's got to find a way to win those games that people say you're not going to win. Now, we'll be at SEC Media Days in just under a month, right? And we're going to have to vote on uh, you know, the winner to the West, Ike. And I'm, I'm here to tell everybody that Vanderbilt is probably going to get picked by somebody. Uh, so to win, to win the East, win the West. <laughs> yeah, right. To win, to win it all, to yeah. win it all. Uh, I say, who's going to pick Vanderbilt? But <laughs> um, you know, ultimately, right? The media is. We're going to vote on this. Um, we're going to vote on this, and I'm telling you, there are not going to be a lot of votes for Auburn. Oh, if no. any, if yeah, any. yeah, not at all. There are not going to be a lot of votes for Auburn. And uh, Lucas says that o- Ole Miss is also favored in our game. Yeah, well. yeah. I'm telling you, there's, there's not going to be a lot of votes for Auburn to to, to do much in terms of the conference this year. So. Um, uh, they have to go out there and, and, and a strong start will be a big step toward proving everybody wrong. And then when you hit the meat of the October, October is the pivotal stretch. Isaac, like you have to come out of October two and two. Yeah. No matter how you start the season, you have to come out of October two and two somehow beat the Mississippis or get LSU. Yeah. But, you know, it would be wonderful if they even came out three and one and just LSU and the two straight home games, you know, against uh, Miss Hulk Hold. Get a get a big road win and then, um, you know, protect your house, right? You know, with the Mississippi schools coming in back to back weeks, and, and you're looking pretty good going into what I feel like is an easy November stretch, one of the easiest they've had in a while: Vanderbilt, Arkansas, New Mexico State, and Alabama. Right? Like, I mean, I think those are fairly manageable games right now. Yeah, I think that those are games that um, that Auburn should be able to win or be competitive in each one of those. And, you know, four and one during that stretch would be amazing to end the season off as well. Um, you know, winning or three and one, whatever the number of games was um, and winning all of them would be tremendous momentum, especially when you're talking about closing your uh, your national signing day recruiting class. Right. Like your early signing day. Um is going to be baked by that point in time. Na- the, the National Signing Day, who you're going to get with that last wave, uh, how you close the season will help with that a tremendous amount. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate you guys dropping in with us as always. Until the next time, 
War Eagle. We're out of here. Peace. Drive.